Hello, welcome to episode 49 of the Pathfinder Oi podcast. It's me, I'm hosting this week. Uh, I'm Alex, by the way. And uh, joining me as usual is um, Conrad, aka Koi Box. Hello, hello. 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 We've been, uh, we've been rotating hosting this. I don't know why I'm saying this as if like it's <laughs> <laughs> Well, if this is the first time you're listening, yeah, we're we're rotating hosts, that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're ever confused about what's going on. Really um, funny. Yeah, I'm hosting this week. I was supposed to come up with topics. I feel like uh not too much stuff happened this week. It was a pretty it was a slower week than than usual. Okay. Uh, not that that's a bad thing, but uh, I guess yeah, not not that much happened. I mean, how was uh, what did you think of the week? Did anything exciting happen for you? For me, uh, not really. I mean, yeah. Uh, if I put it, it's 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 an unlucky week for me. I mean, actually, uh, well, I mean, a lot of personal stuff happened that. Maybe just be very dreadful for this week, but uh, there are some really interesting, fairly interesting topics that um, I was following. But like, uh, I don't think I ever talked about that except for the um, Helena Tyler situation. Oh yeah, yeah. So we can we can actually follow up on that. That's yeah, that's else. true. I, although I do have to um, admit that um, still. All we like the information we have. Yeah, we still don't have a full picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, have, uh, yeah, exactly. Speculation and yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's mostly like a secondhand or thirdhand information. Somebody heard over from other people who don't want to show themselves. They just like, oh, we know this is what exactly happened. We're just letting you know this, but we don't know if that's trustworthy information source. Stuff like that, basically. Yep. That's pretty much. And uh so I mean we're just getting bits and pieces right right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so like for more detailed can... information, you can check out our last week's episode. We talk about it in detail. Well mostly Well, I mostly I <laughs> I hijacked the uh topic to talk about how uh, a lot of voice acting like the voice acting industry is just sort of under underlooked and underappreciated in uh in the US at least and i think in a lot of um western countries yeah. uh and just just a lot of places in general actually because um it, you know it takes a while for for that sort of industry to like get get built and then once it does you know it, You'll get better. It's, it's a slow, yeah. It's but it's a slow journey, and uh, yep. I, yep. I, I, I went off on a, another tangent about like what on uh, uh, you know, studios deciding to replace uh, voice actors with um, like celebrity voice actors when they. I mean, it's kind of related in a way or two, right? So um, you can't really say it's off exactly the tangent. So, yeah, that'd be well, fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. It wasn't. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> off on a separate note from the uh, original topic. 
I don't know. There was a whole whole thing about that. I don't know. Did we talk about AI as well? Something like that? No. I mean, no. not exactly. Actually, we did talk about AI arts, I think. But that was like like a week ago. And I actually don't I, remember I if think, it was yeah, last I think episode. I brought that up at the end of an episode. One yes, time. you did. I think you did. We can we can dive a little bit deeper into that. Can, a, can go deeper, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of drama going on on uh, Twitter for VTuber. VTuber Twitter. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. I've been sharing it throughout <laughs> the week. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it keeps popping up on my timeline. So I like, mean, you follow too much VTubers. That's what happened. I followed, no, I followed the guy who was uh, at the center of the, the whole controversy as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's like, he's, he's like a nice guy, but he, I don't know, he just, he shouldn't have reacted in the way he did and then his response sort of like should just not respond people, at all yeah it sort of made people like pile on because well, he did a bunch of other sort of questionable stuff before and then after people saw his response to like the original controversy they started like piling on with even more stuff from yeah from this is like the classic streamers can't control themselves well this time it's vtubers first so yeah, it's, I mean, they, I don't know. No, I don't know. It's, it's pretty obvious, okay? It's like a common syndrome for, for like all the uh, streamers, celebrities. Or, I think, you know, stuff you like just, that. Like at some point, it has to be more about like maintaining your reputation instead of just like chasing after popularity. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, yes, but I don't think because I didn't really explain much. But I don't want to like go too much into detail about that. It's drama, uh, you know, yeah. stuff that happens on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter pretty drama. much every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you just get on Twitter, you'll find it. It's pretty it's very week, easy. So it's you know it's there. Yeah, it's up it, there. It's so nothing you just like look major. It up yourself. I mean, yeah. okay, well, it's like it's it's nothing like illegal right it's it's just some twitter drama yeah yeah uh, which you know i i have my opinions and, and all that but uh, everyone else has their opinions yeah exactly yeah um but no that's not my topic for for today my first topic is going to be about um cloud gaming do you see any changes in it uh you know because recently uh, a bunch of hardware companies or like hardware focused companies are starting to release more like uh, cloud focused devices, right? So what exactly? It's a cloud cloud focused devices. I I don't really get it. It's like it it's powerful enough to to like stream games uh, without that much issue, but you you can't really run the most demanding games on it uh, locally or natively. Yeah, but it's cloud uh, gaming. For example, so like uh, the Logitech G handheld, or, or I don't know what they decided to call it in the end, but I think that's what they were going by in like the early stages. That, uh, that was announced um, one or two weeks ago, and then this week we got an announcement for the... Uh, I don't know, I, don't, I forgot what it was called, but Razer announced a handheld as well. It's a... Um, it's like an Android gaming tablet, basically, but uh, it comes with um, like controllers on either side, and they uh, focused on 
like access to cloud to the cloud during their presentation with um Xbox uh cloud gaming and then uh Steam remote play and all that sort of stuff. So I wanted to just sort of go into like do you see it really being becoming that mainstream because are these companies seeing something that you know maybe we aren't seeing because from my perspective i don't think i think it's it's still a pretty new technology and it you know it's it's not like fully matured yet to where it'll just work for the average consumer uh and we've talked about this numerous times on for like different um news events around cloud gaming but I'm starting to see like more mainstream companies starting to adopt it. So, what are your thoughts? Okay. Um, well, several things. So, like this cloud, this device is like, are they downloading the games to their device or they're streaming? No, it? it's streaming. Cloud, it's streaming. Okay, so you have the same issue then. Yeah, there's always at the same issue with the um, brand width because if it's gonna take people one gigabyte of connections to actually able to um, stream the game on a perfectly 1080p 60 fps environment and um, it's already out that's, of hand for like 70 yeah, percent of the people that's my biggest issue with i think there's so many companies who are sort of targeting this technology but they're not really considering how accessible it is to the average person or the average gamer. Yeah, exactly. Who might not be that tech savvy because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who just, you know, they might play games, but that doesn't mean they're great with technology, you know, especially yeah. if they are more used to like a um, closed ecosystem or something where it's like all set up for you. Um, like, you know, many modern consoles are uh, because... It's it's like a user friendly experience. You just set it up and get right in, and plug and play basically. Exactly, exactly. But it's not it's not exactly the same for cloud gaming, is it? Because uh, you have to adjust uh, various things, like uh, you have to look at your signal strength for your internet connection. You got to look at your if you have any data caps, because I know um, it. I mean, this is pretty crazy too. But a lot of internet service providers across the country have. Uh, data caps on their internet plans and you're going to have to pay by like the amount that you use instead of the speeds that you use yeah so i think we're fortunate uh, enough to where we actually have some some sort of competition here uh between different internet service providers so it's not as bad it could still be better uh but it's not as bad in as in some areas that i've uh i've seen where yeah yeah, like you look at the packages that they're offering, and it's just like this is like insulting almost. Like it's more you, like you, you just just plainly stealing from your money from you. You can you, yeah, you can't you can't even choose your speed. Sometimes uh, they just give you different data packages, sort of like a uh, mobile plan. It's like twenty ten mobile plans. You get yeah. your uh, you get your four hundred megabyte plan per month. You get your six hundred megabyte. Yeah, no, they actually sell that to people though because. Oh. And yeah, I mean, like, 
an average person who might not be super knowledgeable about this stuff, they're not going to know like, like how much, you know, like how much data do I use each month? It's not something that's at the forefront of their mind. They're not constantly thinking about that, or they're probably not even thinking about that at all while they're uh, using their computers. I know I don't, uh, and I'm even, you know, pretty. <laughs> I don't know if I want to call myself tech savvy, but I, I'm at least like more knowledgeable than an average person i'd like i think you are like at least better than 80 percent of the people uh that's a pretty high figure i don't know i'm gonna tell you that you know 80 (laughs) percent of people including the whole population i think i'm better than better than like 50 percent at no there's no way you're only better than 50 (laughs) percent at least 80 percent okay at At least minimum Um, you don't you don't you don't understand how many people's just don't even know what they were doing with computers. Like I okay, was, the, so. I was the one who came back from um, from school one year uh, for for break, and I noticed that like the internet was just so slow. You know, like like your home internet or your My home internet. Like the speeds just dropped to like less than one megabytes. Uh, yeah, and you're paying like forty bucks for month for less that. Less than one megabit per second. It was like um. in kilobits per second. Hmm. Yeah, and I guess like my parents just didn't notice the entire time. Cause what exactly happened? Are you guys using like a shitty? Uh... No, no, we're using. Well, I don't want to say because I don't want to like. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, so it's, it's got a big company. Issue, I'd say, but yeah, it's it's one of like the large companies here. Okay, but like, are you getting scammed by the big company by no, using it, a shitty plan? It wasn't. We're we're not even on a bad plan either. Uh. But like I guess they didn't notice that the speeds just dropped dramatically. It was I was trying to watch um, YouTube videos and they would just not even they were Buffer. buffering at like at like two forty p or four eighty p. I was just like, you know, like that's not you can't because okay, I think we're paying for what like uh, three hundred megabits per second or something like something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I was like, you can't. Like you can't charge someone th- for for three hundred megabits per second and give them like less than one like a few kilobits per second, right? Because you know in those plans they do say like up to right up to those speeds, mm-hmm, yeah. And they have an asterisk always saying like, oh, you know, you're you're not guaranteed to reach those speeds all the time. You know, it varies on you know different conditions and like uh, at peak traffic, you know, we'll slow stuff down and stuff like that. But uh, it turns out that the cable that they were uh, using um was sort of like broken or something that they that's like come replace it oh so it's not their problem technically it i mean it technically is because they they should have noticed because uh after i called them they did manage to check uh and they found that like because we're using their router right so i think they have some way of checking yeah speeds yeah yeah so that's how they did that and well, I gotta say, their like tech support on the website was just so not helpful. That like they they don't they have no idea what they're doing, and they probably have like zero training as well. They're they're just sticking to some sort of like random script. Um, and I it was think, so hellish. I think I know exactly which company you're talking about now. It's, it's pretty <laughs> much all the companies. If, if you're gonna say that, because all of the companies here have tech support that. You know, or, or the, you know, all the ISPs at least have tech support. I have to admit something right now. Okay, I I used to um, 
let's just say I used to uh, illegally steal somebody else's internet <laughs> for my own internet. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense for you. <laughs> are you uh, technically I did still pay for it, but I paying a reduced price. But I still got like the better internet speed. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Before. But the only downside is like every twenty or thirty days they cut they cut the Wi Fi thing, they cut your connections, and then you have to find the the, the shady guy to come over to replace it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. That's why. That's why we stop because it's just become annoying. Okay. If they had to come every month just to fix the thing, I might as well just pay, pay more, but you know, be more um, reliable, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, that's kind of crazy that. though. Like, what were you doing? Like, leeching internet off of uh, one of your neighbors or something? I have no idea how to do <laughs> it, but I just feel like that's what happened. You know, sometimes you do feel like your internet speed suddenly goes down to like super slow, right? And at that time, I just started wondering, is, any, is somebody else stealing my internet? What is going on? Damn. Like, like it, it just feels like that, okay? It just feels like that. Didn't you also say, like, the company shut down or something? Or you, like, stopped paying them, but you still... Yeah, so, like, they're supposed to charge us <laughs> yearly, but they didn't charge us. So we were, like, no idea what the heck's going on. We've just oh been using it for God. free. I guess, in the end, they don't even need to, like, really check anything. Like the only thing they have to do is like, you know, come here, fix the wire, make sure it works, and that's it. Well, that's technically they're not not even <laughs> providing stuff, I guess. That's kind of crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, it it really is. <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, you just get like free. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I've been using like for a whole year, year without paying. Yes, yeah. uh, technically I pay one year, but I got two year worth of internet. Only downside is like occasionally, the yeah, they like come fix the internet and stuff, and it's getting annoyed. And I don't like being annoyed, so I switched switched back to the legit way. And that was like, like four or five years ago at least, I think. Been a long yeah. time. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's it's what been I did. A while since that, because yeah. you, you also used to like complain about your internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I mean, I still compl- I complain about my internet speed right now. You know, I do want to switch to gigabyte connection eventually, but in my opinion, they're just too expensive. Like right now, I pay fifty bucks. Why? Why would I want to pay one hundred twenty dollars a month for gigabyte connections? Just too much money. It's like double the price. Yeah, I mean, if it's like seventy bucks a month, maybe I'll try. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's understandable because I feel much. like you probably wouldn't even need it uh, for most things. It's just sort of like quality of life, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I do still buffer watching videos. I guess. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's because my mom, my basically everyone in my family uses internet. And uh, we're right. just using a lot of them. Got it. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's the same for me. But it's not, 
not super bad. Yeah. Now we went off the tangent again. <laughs> Let's oh, back, yeah. go back to it. Go back to it. Yeah, what was I talking about? Yeah, yeah. they were like... Um, we're talking about the downside. We, we don't like we don't have the connection speed yeah, to actually no, do this yeah, kind of I stuff. Was no, but I was complaining about because their tech support online. And, you know, by the way, just just like a word of advice that when your Internet is like that, don't try using your Internet. To, to what do you, what those, do you mean? <laughs> to file those tech support. Claims. I was trying to do it at like using the Wi-Fi, right? I was like, OK, like it's really it's fast enough for a few messages. Uh, no, it was it was so painful. Okay, I get I ended it. up switching to my phone and using. Just use your hotspot. Just use your yeah, phone. That was yeah. You're dated. Unlimited these days. Use and all those data. Like, that tech support was just like completely useless. They're like, have you tried turning your router off and on again? I'm like, just give yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the classic saying. Okay. Give it a rest. How <laughs> dumb do you think I am? That's the first thing I probably would have tried. Have you turn off your TV and and restarted it? Yeah. <laughs> Very classic. It's a classic reply, okay? Try and true. Always work. 100% of the time. Okay? 100% of the time. God, no. And which, then they which, were like, which questions me, right? You know, like, now today, the first thing they told you is if you have you ever, like, have, have you turned off and turned on again? I guess it does work because technically sometimes it resets this whatever problems you have. Or whatever the wires yes, or but software problem. It wouldn't result in your speeds getting that low. It's true. I don't think there would be anything there. Because sometimes your speeds do slow down if your router's like maybe overheating or something. If it's like a super old model that, you know, where you haven't cleaned it in a while. Mm, like the fans are blocked, you know, something like true. that. But it, it, would, it shouldn't. It shouldn't reduce your speeds to like one one hundredth of what they advertise. Uh, or one one thousandth, sorry. That's... <laughs> That's way too crazy. And so, yeah, you got like problems like that, right? So I'm wondering if it's just someone who like doesn't really care too much about that sort of stuff. Would they even know, right? If like, let's say I never noticed that. Like I would have just been using that sort of internet speed for, for forever on afterwards. Because like, it's not like they send people out to check every year that your speeds are still working. True. Then, so if you got stuff like that and, and you know, you add it up with all the like internet service providers are already, you know, they try to cut corners when they, where they can. Um, yeah. Then you, then you try to force cloud gaming. I just, I just don't see that happening. You know, uh, I think really these companies should sort of also focus on the whole aspect of internet connectivity. Hey, what, what do you mean? Like, like, whole aspect? I don't know, at least like advocating for some sort of like a minimum because, you know, when they advertise these sort of consoles or, I mean, these handhelds, they're not putting disclaimers anywhere like, oh, you, you should have around these speeds to, to you know. Okay, I see. So, so, so you, you think that they should at least have like a warning sign whenever you bought the product? Yeah, just to, at least a, like a disclaimer, like, 
you know you need the disconnection to have a 1080p yeah and then like a tool for people to check Mm, i see see. you have already internet speed tests so you know just just you know do like a partnership or send them to that uh, internet speed test site or you know implement some sort of uh basic test for speeds just to no like it should be it, it should be something like uh in my opinion it should be like something like a like you know, like a website they can log in just to like, test yeah. it yeah yeah uh, just like a like a simple tool that they can use online to check yeah it could be an application you download to your phone something like that something yeah. that makes you able to test the connection by like temporarily give you like something to open or something like that you can stream it too or like whatever, right? And that way they can just like, okay, now you test it to see if it works. If it works, then yeah, you should buy the whatever products we have. If not, then I'm sorry, your, your connection speed is shit. Uh, you're not worth to play the shitty games. I mean, <laughs> use a shitty product. Yeah, I mean, not, not like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I'm putting a blend yeah, there. Or, or like, because I know for Razer, they have a a separate option for like a SIM card. So, you know, if your internet speeds aren't fast enough, just suggest the other version or like the other model uh, where you can use like mobile mobile data. Of course, you know, you have to also check the plan for that, but that's a whole yeah, other Yeah, I, I don't think um, streaming to a, you know... <laughs> Mobile using mobile data is a good idea. No, but uh, it's it's actually, I think it's becoming increasingly viable uh, with five G with the rollout of five G because that's a lot faster than um, you know the traditional speeds that were available to to people on phones. So I, I think that's a no, mainly I'm I'm thinking about the data cap issue, right? You know how currently yeah, that's, unlimited yeah, data that's, has like. Oh, big, after a certain gigabytes, your speed yeah. will be reduced. It's basically unusable. So, I mean, I guess if you have unlimited data, though, that would be... I mean, unlimited data is not exactly unlimited, right? Like, well, you're unlimited... Like, how, how do I... Like, I mean, you have unlimited like, as as they, until certain points. As, um, as long as they don't slow it down to, like, 3G... They uh, you they usually slow it slow it down to three G or sometimes even worse to be honest. Two G is like the like I don't know what what do you even do with that kind of network? You just I don't you know. Can you can text. browse um message, I guess. You can only text people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. The the only thing in my opinion is, but but you do like it's it's a common thing, right? And especially if you're streaming it using like playing video games. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be 1080p 60 FPS. That's gonna be like a couple gigabytes just for 30 minutes of playtime. And if you only have like 20 gigabytes afterwards, you are all your speeds are limited. It's you know, I don't I don't think it's worth it. Just do a stream using a phone. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Unless you get like a dedicated, you know, you know those uh, on-the-go Wi-Fi thing that you they, they give you in a city right. usually. You can yeah. use carrying it around and have a Wi-Fi notes they can use forever. Um, yeah, so, so like I, mean, I guess what you're basically bringing up is that there's like a bunch of hurdles to uh, overcome. How people can really access cloud gaming, yeah. especially I mean, streaming. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, anything you know, streaming, to be honest. Yeah, so based on our discussion, you would think that, like, companies might be a little bit more reluctant or they should wait until the environment's better or it's, like, a better... Oh, uh, some or sort of technology like showed up. Yeah, more yeah. aware of it or a more informed, better better standards for for internet speeds but no, no not like in my opinion right not like, it's not just the internet head. speed problem it's not just that i mean it's reliability it's signal strength yeah it's yeah yeah all those how exactly consumers are it's a bunch of things but um i think especially for this because for like every iteration of consoles even though the in- internals change the core concept sort of stays the same, right? Where you like, you download games locally and then you can play them. But I think for cloud gaming, this is like a sort of new, new field that they're entering into where uh, you don't actually download it locally and you don't really own the games. And I think that's going to be a sort of shift for a lot of people that uh, I don't think... Uh, well, I don't know if, if everyone's ready for that shift as well. And mm. that's what makes it uh, especially surprising. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but um, I think Netflix opened up a uh, cloud gaming studio this week in California. Yes, so I heard of news, they, yes. Yeah, they've been pivoting to gaming in these past few months or past half a year, I want to say. But now they're really going after cloud gaming as well for for game streaming and you know to be honest i don't really i don't really know how it's going to turn out for them because like you've seen how crowded this space is already uh we've got sony in there we've got microsoft in there amazon's in there uh google just shut theirs down because uh you know and we talked about this but it wasn't it wasn't really doing as well as they thought it would uh, for the exact same reasons we just discussed. Uh, so I don't know. Like, do you think they're making the right decision in this case? Or, because from my point of view, it sort of looks like they're they're sort of worried that you know they're not making that much money and they're they're pivoting to like all these different things. Uh, like I know the the other change they're doing is like. Uh, charging for each person that has access to the account or something now uh, for a Netflix account. So they used to be okay with account sharing and they had like inside jokes for, you know, and and sort of like implicitly encouraged it, even though, you know, if they, even if they didn't state it out loud, uh, people sort of got the impression that they were okay with it. But now it seems like they really want people to pay separately like if it's two people sharing account, they would rather it be two separate people paying for two separate accounts. That way they get more money, which I mean, it's understandable, uh, but also seems kind of desperate and like, well, what a way to, to create bad publicity for your uh, for yourself. Uh, well, not to I mention mean... they, they also released a new um, ad supported tier for Netflix. So you still have to pay for it. But you also have to watch ads, so that's like a that's cheaper. 
it's like a bra moment where it's like who i mean who exactly was asking for this i know hulu has something like that but it's but cheaper right so it's cheaper but it, i feel like people pay to not watch ads yeah, but the other way around. you need you need first of all for Netflix account, right? You need to have an extra account to actually watch anything on Netflix. Yeah. So so people like if uh, if they have some money budget issues, um, they're willing to uh, you know pay lower price to add some ads in there. Fine. As long as the ads are not like twenty, like every two minutes is an ad. Okay. If it's just like once or twice. In the whole no, entire they episode, show them, they show it's from what I've heard. It's gonna be just like TV ads, pretty much, where it's like added every, every ten minutes, minutes, every yeah, something like that, and it's like six or seven back to back ads. So what? I don't, uh, at least from the reports, uh, like the news. No way, no so, six and seven. So isn't I feel like that's kind of crazy. Like uh, who? I mean, who are they targeting with this? I, I'm just confused. I'm more confused. They're like going back it's, to the past. It's like becoming the cable TVs again. That You see, that's what I was afraid of when I started hearing about increasing competition in streaming. Because uh, sometimes it's not a race to the top, but a race to the bottom. <laughs> you know? Especially when like it's not really like competition either because each service just touts their own exclusive programs instead of like whatever features are better like mm. they don't try to outdo each other on features or uh customer experience they just try to outdo each other on content and shows if that makes any sense so it's i guess it's not really like competition well, technically you can you can say that and that's um, that's sort of uh also I, I'm, I'm linking this to a, a different thing now but um that's what epic games was doing like they, <laughs> they weren't trying to compete with steam based on features that they, they were just like competing on content on the games that, and that uh, is crucial activities the games so, you know and uh, and honestly, nowadays, I'm not as uh, upset about Epic Games Store anymore because they've actually caught up uh, in at least the basic features that you would expect from a game store. Yeah, it uh, only like, took them example, three years. <laughs> like a shopping cart. Yeah, I really... It's, it's questionable when you see how much they were pouring into getting exclusives when they didn't even have any of the basic features. Like, it's not even, like, extra features. Like, people talk about, like, uh, cloud saves and stuff, but they didn't even have a search function when they first launched. They didn't have a shopping cart for, for like, two years after they launched. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty surprising, uh, honestly, when, um, when, when like, it, they're, not, they're not a small company by any means because uh, they're one of the... Uh, companies behind um one of the most popular game engines uh in modern days so it's not like they're lacking money or outreach or anything like that so it was it was just pretty surprising to me that they uh didn't seem to have that on priority uh for whatever reason 
It's like I mean, it's you know, company, you, you, run right? a, so, you run a store, you run a online store. You should probably nail down the basics before you start like going after fancy merchandise. That that's another thing with uh, the old Microsoft stores. Well, when they had mm-hmm. exclusives, it's you know I had I had so many complaints about like just how unfriendly they made it to users. <laughs> uh, like yeah, it, in terms of like ease of use it's probably easy in in terms of like installing but that's about it when you try to uninstall it it's it's terrible you know it doesn't even get rid of all the files it keeps like a bunch of junk behind you can't delete it either because you don't have sufficient privileges apparently even if you're running it as an administrator uh they treat it as like system files which i think that was a that was a big mistake Okay, so I would call that, I mean, at least for um, uh, for Epic, it's that uh, they have too much money. They're the classic rich people syndrome, throw the money in first to see what happened. I mean, they have the money, they want to bring it into a new market. That's what they did, right? They, they just buy out whatever. It's like the classic move of big company buying small companies, so... They have less competitions. Okay. It's very anti-competitive. You know, merger and stuff is always anti-competitive. But in this context, for Epic, it's like even worse. Because technically, they're not merging the company. They are literally buying the rights of the games to be exclusive on their platform. But making, forcing everyone to, to go to that platform to play the games. Yeah, that wouldn't even be the worst part if... Honestly, I think it would probably be more palatable to people if it didn't feel like such a slap in the face, you know, like, like come to our awful store, like you have to put up with all these terrible features that or like lack of features that uh, and then all these terrible design choices and, you know, all this stuff like, come on, like you're, you're paying money to basically spite people and make their experiences worse. Is it's how how it comes off to a lot of people, especially uh, people who are used to the convenience of being able to just you know buy it and get it and have it ready to go. Like you you don't want to deal with all this extra stuff, uh, or have to worry about like how am I going to uninstall it afterwards? That's that's just not something people want to be worried about, especially if it's something they've been looking forward to for uh, a while. Because uh, that's that's what both uh, storefronts were doing at, at that time. Where like, um, there's like a hyped game. They see that it's hyped up, and then they go and snatch it and and have it become exclusive. Or uh, in Microsoft's case, I think they just had a deal with Sega to to bring it over, but have it be a timed exclusive. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I guess. For some reason or another, I I simply cannot give opinions on Epic Game Store because I'd never used it and uh, I'll never use it. I'll despite it the whole form in my life for what they did. So you know, I don't. I think I think I'm very biased, and I, I wish they fail. So <laughs> I was like, I mean, like, yeah, I can't really give a good opinions. Oh, oh no, no. On Epic Game Store, 
even though they just came out free games and it's like really worth it to just download the game i download the epic game store just to own those games for free but no i refuse i refuse to do anything related to it so like i'm just biased against it and i feel like we did talk about this like way back in the days early episodes of this podcast yeah this used to be a bigger bigger it used issue to be a bigger things. i think nowadays everyone just forget a, about it at least addressed most of my big concerns about yeah i mean were. i mean what right now i think anyone just basically just like yeah whatever I, like we don't I'll, I'll download epic game store i'll no, get the game a, for free but i'm not gonna yeah, buy whatever. anything I, okay i want to just clarify it's not a yeah whatever just because they've been here for so long it's not the fact that they've been alive for this long it's the fact that they've actually been adding features to now where they're more on par with competing game stores that's what's making me sort of soften my stance on them to to at least where it's not like you know nowadays when you go and use their store it's no longer like oh like you got haha you got to use our trashy store that doesn't have features it's not like that anymore it's more like oh you got to use our 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 launcher now have fun and i'm just like all right well Oh. Another launcher to the pile, I guess. <laughs> Another launcher to the pile. Well, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. I mean, right now, every, every, at least, you know, uh, companies starts to, like, phasing out their own shops these days now. They know it's, like, not working out. It's, like, Bethesda it's, launcher, it's just, like, Origin, you know, Ubisoft shit. Yeah, it seems, it seems... It it's like consolidating. Really... It's cons- It's like uh, it was only one Steam, and it, it split. Like everyone split it up. No, yeah, because everyone and then saw I was how it was doing, and then they were like, "Oh, we can just do it ourselves," and you know, then we don't have to lose thirty percent of the revenue. But yeah. you know, like it does take a bit of resources to keep everything running. Like now, you have to have your own team dedicated to the storefront. You know, if you have any issues, you're responsible for solving it now, not Steam. You know, you're responsible for all your users' data. You're responsible for keeping backups of all that stuff. Like, it, it's a lot of stuff that you, you got to be responsible for now to keep people happy, at least. Because uh, they're not going to want to use your, your launcher if you don't have those uh, features available to them. Because that's sort of just seen as, like, expected now. It's true. It's the it's true. It's a new standard. Although I so, do have to agree that uh, maybe a thirty percent for Steam's a little bit too much. No, but is it though? Because these uh, same people don't have an issue uh, putting it on Xbox. They don't have an issue putting it on PlayStation. They don't have an issue putting it on Switch. Uh, they don't have an, any issues getting it in stores. So. Well, I mean, it's uh, in my opinion, it's a little bit different in those situations, right? And uh, not to mention, uh, you know, one of the that brings me back to the whole thing. Like uh, one of the things that Epic Games was super hot on at the beginning was like, oh, you know, we only take what like twelve percent or something Mm -hmm. of of the cut, so that means lower prices for consumers. Uh, Not really. It just it means same prices Mm -hmm. for consumers more money to the developers more money for the publishers publisher and developers okay let's be let's be honest here it's not going to the developers 
as I say, right? As I say, don't last delude yourself by by saying that sort of stuff. No, no, no. As as I say from last last, you know, episode. And, uh, you know, there are usually an agreement with the publisher that after a certain amount of revenues, the, the split will go more to the developers, blah, 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 right? So it's not exactly all going to the publisher. Yes, maybe for the first couple million dollars. Depends on the size of the games, okay? You know, they got to recruit the money they invested in the developers with all the uh, advertisements and, and, and stuff like that, right? And then I'll take like a little bit less money, but um, developer will take like majority of the money. That's usually the the norms, unless the publishers literally bought out the games themselves. They funded everything. Say so like, okay, we are like giving. This is how much money we're get, giving to you. Everything up front, but the, everything else you earn, like the, all the sales that you earn from the games, will take all hundred percent of it. Unless that's the situation, you know, then then yes, all the money goes to the publisher. But like those situations are very rare. Unless the developer know that like this 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 game's gonna fail for like a hundred percent sure, I'm gonna take the upfront money, and you can have the uh, you can have all the mess in your hand for yourself. Uh. See, like I mean, I I I'm not exactly knowledgeable on these things, but I do have friends who work in the industry now, <laughs> so like uh, I have some insight on it, I guess, but not exactly like. Hundred percent sure. I like <laughs> that's all I can put it. I guess not exactly hundred percent. All right. Well, I, yeah, I guess that's fair. Mm. I mean, I don't know how. Uh, I can't really speak to how the games. Just gotta, operates, gotta, gotta make more friends, Alex. It's it's no, but just just from uh, how it seems to be portrayed in news reports, there's. It's it's a lot of negative and not much positive. I mean, yes, there's, there's of course. Much, of course. Just, it doesn't seem like a very glamorous job. It seems like a very stressful, low-paid work that, you know, these companies sort of exploit your passion for making games. Yeah, that's the <laughs> studios. Give like, you like the short end of the stick. I mean, that's, that's, that's company-owned studios, okay? It's a little bit different than, like, independent studios that ask other publisher to publish the games it's a little bit different than that okay i mean yes it's still like game industry in general developers are pretty much like being exploited on their love on video games but like you know it's not all like that there are good studios they're good publishers like you see all the bad news because there's okay media is not going to i don't know like how do i put it media is not going to publish something that's boring right it has to be something sure, catchy sure. and it's you know. it's true to an extent but i mean you hardly see the this level of scrutiny on other industries like no, they're worse. They're worse. Plumbing electricians. <laughs> the plumbing and electricians more more of a uh like uh, independent like uh, freelance okay, uh, like i don't know how to like put it pilots maybe yeah it, it, you don't see the same level of like <sighs> pilots are highly highly unionized okay headlines or uh, you know even okay uh, 
let's talk about a non-unionized uh, job position like software engineers. You don't see that sort of. It's it's usually the opposite, if anything. So. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's it's this is games in general, I guess, because because technically. Software, I don't know if you know the norm that average lifespan of a job position for software developers is like two to three years before they, they're going to look for new positions. Because how wages stagnate work, right? But in software engineer fields, if you have more experience, you can literally earn more just by finding a new job. So like that's that's the norm. So like people just... That's it's it's better for you to actually switch to find a new job than just stay in a position for three or four years or more. Because they're not going to give you like... If you're earning 100k right now, four years later, you'll be earning 120k. God, I wish. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, I, I'm just saying. I wish, dude. <laughs> but if you if you, if you are earning 100k right now, two years later, you decide to switch to a new job, the new job offers you 150k. Then you'd be like, okay, right. now I already earns well, more I than think, okay, my previous we can, job. We can talk about that, but I think that's also starting to not be the case anymore. I mean, especially as more companies prepare for like a recession. I mean, yeah, right now, that's obviously. the only thing I'm hearing about. I'm, you know, and you hear about Elon Musk saying he's going to fire seventy five percent of uh, Twitter staff after he. Uh, acquires a company. I I, about, I do sometimes question what Twitter engineers are doing. Because you hear about uh, Meta and Google saying they're laying off thousands uh, of employees. Amazon as well. Yeah, so, but trust me, they're not gonna lay off their core software engineers. Engineers in general, they're probably well, laying off more that, like though. the HR departments or other relation because, departments, no, okay, commercial let's, departments. Let's say they want to save on costs. Who are they probably paying the most? Because if no, no, you don't what, understand. What That's the thing. Like getting rid of. No, no, no. That's five the thing. HR or or one software developer. One software. Okay, so I don't know if you know the average. One software engineers earns roughly four hundred to five hundred k for the company, even though they earn two hundred fifty k. All right. So so that's the norms. That based on? You okay? Based on. That's an estimation of the value that they generate, but what is it based on, really? Though, like you can't, you can't just like divide the revenue by the number of software engineers and arrive at that figure because that's not how that works. Well, you could have someone sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> it's true. I mean, obviously, you have some like in, slackers. In case they're, uh... they're generating zero. And so, there are people slacking, but there are also people who's doing their jobs and doing pretty good on their jobs. And that in that case, even one features, okay, they just they just need their software engineers to hit one jetbox to, to develop something that's really good everyone will be using. That one jetpack earned them billion dollars. So in that case, if you think about it, if you have more software engineers, you have a higher chance of hitting jetpox, right? <laughs> I'm like gambling mentality, okay? Yeah, but that's not how most companies operate, though. They, yeah, of course. I'm only talking they, about they the fang like companies, the, right? They're they like some, fang no, companies. Even fang companies, they have someone on like the business side deciding what kind of features they want. I think maybe in the past it was like that, but it's increasingly not like that because as these companies grow bigger and bigger, they're going to be less willing to take major risks. risks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like that. But um, there's also programs usually in companies that encourage you to have submit your inspiration, I guess, that you can like submit. And then uh, if they like it, they talk to you and um, they give you some money that you can oh, develop that. How many features. people are actually doing that? I don't know. I Let's never did that. Even, you know, I, even though I, I do have that options, I just don't feel like because it, doing Because, I mean, that. if you do that, you're basically giving away your idea to them. They're just, they're not even giving you anything extra. True. It's true. Okay, maybe, maybe you become a, like a core members of, of whatever company you're working with. And then from that point on, you, you start your CEO life, okay? <laughs> I got it. That's, you transition from your optimistic. shitty software engineer developers into a business person, successful CEOs, okay? That's the first steps. That's the first steps. Get noticed by the higher ups. Make friends with the CEOs, managers, whatever persons, and you make money from that point on. That's the dream, of course. Not 100%. That really is a dream because I feel like it's not attainable. It is attainable. I think I know. Most, I don't know. I heard a lot of stories like that. Yeah, you hear a lot of stories, but it's not like people who just lead a normal career are just so eager or so desperate to publish their life story of just having a regular job trajectory. <laughs> There's selection bias, right? Like. If it's you just true. have a normal job, you just have a software developer and then you become a senior software developer, you're not yeah. going to be out there publishing a biography like how I how I got to a senior developer <laughs> position. <laughs> you know, the, why you are there so many people watching those how I got to senior developer situation okay, that's, in, on, that's on YouTube? Huh? That, that's a different thing, though. What right? do you mean that's, it's a different That's thing. part of a new trend as more people uh, want to explore uh, computer science as a career. That's what that's a part of, okay? Let's say you, you just become like a, I don't know, senior HR manager or something. You're not going to be out there making videos or writing books about that. And I feel like people probably wouldn't want to read or listen to that anyways. But if you, if you become a CEO, then you publish a book, then people are going to be like, wow, you know, that's interesting. Yeah, as a successful I CEO, uh, maybe I can copy from him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I see your point. So, I see your point. So that's that's part of the selection bias, I think, because you hear about all the extreme cases, like, oh, you know, I graduated and I started making like three hundred k a year. The people who graduated and just started making a regular wage, they're not gonna, they're not gonna make a video about that. Like, oh, I graduated and I started making like twenty dollars an hour. I made <laughs> and uh, my forty k a year as a as a as a bus driver. Oh my god! You know what? It's true, I guess. It is true. Which is sad. Which is sad. Anyway, I think that's about the time for this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's time. Oh, yeah. God. And I got a stream in like 30 minutes. Wow. Wow. Go check out his streams at uh, <laughs> twitch.tv yeah, slash SirAlex1337. If, if anyone's out there listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's still fun to do this, even if... Uh, it's not like blowing up super hard. <laughs> there are a couple of people who listens every week. I don't know who, but they're listening. And then uh, thank you. Thank you for those uh, yeah, couple thank people. You. And yeah, it's, it's good because I, I enjoy having these talks because I feel like we <laughs> don't normally talk about this sort of stuff. Because we're yeah, playing so a course. game or something, then we're usually focused on that. I'm stuff. playing game, yeah. It's 
instead just of want to talk about stuff that we have right yeah yeah well that's so, it so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here uh we did talk about kind of interesting stuff even though i didn't have that much stuff prepared i'm going to be honest i started preparing 30 minutes before the podcast was about to start but i'm glad we were able to talk about these things and uh oh yeah and uh i don't know if we're gonna announce this yet but we're, we'll be taking a break for a few months starting in sometime in november yeah you know uh, you know <laughs> yeah uh, we'll probably announce it like the the week before yeah we're yeah about to go on a break but we'll uh do a little bit of a hiatus and then i'll we'll be back stronger we'll maybe two after that uh, yeah season two yeah, exactly season new production hopefully <laughs> yeah new production all right well uh yeah, yeah, maybe maybe was... even start like recording with videos with each other right yeah and now you have your avatars i have my avatar technically yeah. Hopefully in three months <laughs> okay. I'll get my own avatar and you get your own avatars. Uh-huh. Yeah, see. I sure I I mean I'll have it, I hope, by uh, next next January. <laughs> that's that's okay, the then. estimate that I've been given. Okay but, then. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's, all right. Uh, let's bye go bye. Ahead and wrap it up. We'll bye. see you next week for another exciting episode filled with tons of current events and not old events that happened <laughs> one week ago <laughs> all right all right yeah see see you guys next week bye bye, bye.